I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. And this is the Mutant Ages, <laughs> where we don't drag everything out, and we do get almost to the end of the Wolverine anime. We're so close, people. We're one episode away, and we watch every adaptation of the X-Men on this podcast, by the way, and so that's why we're watching break down that. how queer all of it is. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. This one's real gay. Was this real gay. was this show? I thought so. The Mutant Ages <laughs> uh, originally a queer show? No, no, no. It just it took wasn't. about We've three episodes by episode three. It, it, it took was. about one episode. I feel like it took about one episode before we were like, oh, we just want to talk about how gay the X Men. I don't feel like that I don't was know why a we secret. didn't start it because, way. like, in the first episode, we're like, now the who's gay segment, as if we hadn't talked about that the entire well, lead up to that section. I feel like I didn't think that the show would have as much homoeroticism as it ended up having. Like you were the person who suggested that segment originally. I and I was like, yeah, X-Men TAS is like a little gay, but like, well, I thought we were just seeing things because like we'll see the gay things in anything. Do you know what I mean? But then actually watching it, I was like, nope, this is pretty gay. Like I I don't, I don't know. And now watching every adaptation of the X-Men, I'm like, are they all really homoerotic? Cause like What's going on? Like Kikyo on this show and also like Ko's obsession with Hideki and all the characters keep referring to it in this episode. And yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I thought that was pretty gay, too. There were a lot of like man on man obsessions in this episode that were openly referred to and talked about. And also Mariko is not a person. So. Oh my god, Mariko. She had more lines in this, <laughs> although the first half of the episode... She had so many lines, and yet none of the lines mattered whatsoever. Some of those lines were <laughs> gasping. I will point that they out. They were. Oh, they were. Oh, they absolutely were gasping. I thought that was hilarious. I thought this episode was really funny, by the way. Like, not good. Okay, wait, not a I, good episode. I know you messaged me, and you were like, why was this episode about nothing? I was kind of like, it's stupid, but I do feel like shit actually happened in this episode. It's true. We did finally get to the Dragon Palace. Congratulations to this show. It took 11 fucking episodes for Logan to get back into a fight with Shingen, which was episode one of the show as well. Well, he's actually fighting both Hideki and Shingen, and neither of them die at this, which means he still has to do, I don't know. Which he was in episode one, too. Okay, Hideki is like, out of control again in this where he, he's like so gay but also really horrible and yet also a sexual predator i know so do we want to try to do previously on the x-men i mean we can try i mean We're like finally I mean, it's, back where we it's started so, so easy to do previously on the x-men episode one of this show logan is dating a mysterious woman from japan named, named mariko he knows absolutely nothing about her and then she disappears she's kidnapped by a bunch of men in scuba suits who fly through the air and kidnap her. And Logan's like, what? It's AIM, by the way, but we're never going to find out why AIM is Wait, evolved. is it? Yeah. Wait, really? I, Somebody I it said Yakuza. that it was AIM. I think it was Todd. I think you're right, but why did AIM do that? It could have been the what? Yakuza, but the that Yakuza... Makes even less sense. Okay, the Yakuza and AIM are <laughs> one and the same on the show, so it doesn't really matter. Well, you're right. AIM is helping, helping out the... Kazuryu faction of the Yakuza, which is run by Mariko's dad. I mean, it checks out. Yeah, I remember wait. them. I mean, that that should be AIM. I agree. Yeah, right. Uh, now, they, now that they said scuba suit, I'm like, wait a second. That is what they wear, though. Like, all the yeah, time. Yeah, and also remember how they were, like, turning invisible and, like, attacking Asano? Like, only AIM would be able to do that. Okay, so... That was never explained at all. I'm, like, only now putting that together. Like, Frankly, right if now. you want to watch a, a, a good AIM show, just watch the... Modoc series on Hulu. 
good stuff. Okay. His solo series that went on for two seasons and it's like robot chicken style. Oh, okay. So Logan's mysterious girlfriend, who he's not serious enough with that she knows that he has a healing factor and also he knows nothing about her either, gets kidnapped. (laughs) A year goes by. One of Logan's best friends who works for like the special forces in Japan, his name's Asano, he shows up in New York and meets up with Logan. He's like, hey, so remember that woman you were dating a year ago? She got kidnapped by her own father and she's being forced to marry a gay guy as like part of a political deal that they're making over this island called Madripoor. And Logan's like, oh, shit. And then he goes to Japan and tries to rescue Mariko. Flash forward to 11 episodes later. That's still what's happening. Everything I just said, still all you need to know. That's it. That's the whole show is Logan trying to rescue Mariko from this doomed marriage. He also meets a lesbian named Yukio who's helping him out, but also may or may not have killed his friend Asano. I don't know why she would do that. In the original comics, she does it because she's working for Shingen as an assassin and then realizes upon meeting Logan that she's working for the wrong guy. In this show, she hates Shingen from birth. Yeah. So I would actually argue that they gave that role to Kikyo on the show. But Kikyo didn't kill Asano, seemingly. No, but I'm saying Kikyo was the assassin that has been yes, hired absolutely. by Shingen to kill Logan. Who then, yes, and, <clears throat> but and then ends up it. falling in love with Logan because how can you not? Right, exactly how it goes, right? <laughs> I love Kikyo. And in this episode, Kikyo comes up with multiple reasons why he can't fight Logan until eventually yeah, Shingen really says cute. they consider our contract terminated. And Kikyo's like, that's for the best. I, know, I mean, he doesn't <laughs> talk like, about yeah, it, but I'm fine. sure in the next episode, they're there's going to be a moment where Shingen's like, Kikyo, come help me. And then Kikyo will be like, no, you terminated our contract, remember? Yeah. So, But also, Kikyo is in love with Logan, like, for real. I guarantee you, in the final episode, because this is such anime bullshit, that, like, Logan's going to be like, hey, so what about that fight? And Kikyo will be like, well, the contract was terminated, so consider yourself off the hook, mm-hmm. handsome. And then they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to, so bad. It's so I ridiculous. love Kikyo so much, like, and I'm sad that this is going to be the end. Well, oh, we're going to see him again the on the other show. Kikio is the one we don't have to say goodbye to. We get to say goodbye to all these no, other I idiots. No, Kikio is is continuing his story. And I'm genuinely like, how is that going to go? Like, do they have their fight in the Blade anime? And maybe Wolverine's like, this is between me and Kikio. I don't even know if when they're the same episodes or if he's just also in the Blade anime. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, is he an enemy in the Blade anime or is he just also there, like, dating Logan? And also Logan? kind of crushing on I Blade. I can't wait. I'm so excited <laughs> for that stupid <laughs> shit. It's not going to be good. Also, oh, like... at one point, Cyclops showed up to drive them from... Oh, yeah, well, that wasn't even important. He drove them from Tokyo to Madripoor and then left without helping <laughs> because he was like, I'm busy fighting Magneto. <laughs> Bye. Absurd. <laughs> It's an absurd show. television show. Uh, it's funny because all four animes are theoretically in continuity with each other, but they all have completely different writing styles and like art styles and writers. So it's like, what is the purpose of all four animes being in continuity? You know, like they're nothing alike, seemingly. I don't know. But like in the background, Dr. Sasaki is still alive doing her stupid shit because this happens before. She is. That's happening also because all of this is canonical. Like, they haven't gotten to Dr. Sasaki yet because no. the X-Men anime is last, no. I think. I, at this point, so, I miss Dr. Sasaki because I liked a good villain. And like, Hideki's not I a good know, villain. I know, and Hideki sucks. And Shingen is such a bad villain, too. I actually wrote down dialogue in this because I felt like it was relevant and also so anime. Where like, It's so anime. Like, every single character is like, now I'll show you my true power. <laughs> like, every single line is yeah, that. It's kind of like, I didn't write down that whole, like... There's a monologue Ugh. that Shingen gives to Ko it's stupid. on a bridge. And I didn't <laughs> write any of it down. sky bridge. It's like only there for them to have a katana battle on it. Like that's why the bridge was built. Uh, yeah, they just need some cherry blossoms and they would have been all mm-hmm. set. But it's more like a cool industrial version of that. Whereas like they're not on a little wooden bridge with cherry blossoms. They're on like an industrial epic cyberpunk sky bridge. It's very Resident Evil is what I, I was thinking about. Was Resident Evil 6 when Leon yeah, and much Chris so. and everybody are climbing up these two giant towers that look like this. And then they're fighting on like a bridge between the two towers. And there's a giant monster there. I and mean, I'm like, I, we already killed Vodhaka, thank fucking God. So there's not going to be a giant monster anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's the opening shot of this show is Vodhaka is dead. That's right. We may as well start Vodhaka's dead body. And Logan says, sorry about your statue, Kurahagi. I think I broke it, which is kind of a funny line. And then Hideki goes, and you'll pay with it with your ass. And I was like... <laughs> He does say that, but he says hide. 
But also he's like, you're going to pay it back to me with your asshole. Yeah. And Logan's like, I don't bend over because I'm definitely the top. <laughs> Very not true later on, though, because eventually Logan gets there and grabs Hideki. And Hideki's like, owie. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and Hideki's like, ow. Oh, no, I'm hating this. I hate Logan attacking me. Oh, no, I'm falling oh over. And Logan's like, um, I'm not interested in you. I'm dating Kiki. Yeah, but you know what's funny is that that's usually Logan's go-to move when Omega Red or Servitude shows up. He's well, like, yeah. I'm not into this, but I feel like this is why it's never going to work because Hideki wants Logan to be the butch top. And Logan is like, that's not like the loving relationship <laughs> I want to be in. And also you're gross. <laughs> Anyways. So Kurahagi is sitting on his little Final Fantasy villain platform, like floating around in the air. So he like presses a button and floats away. And then we get this really long shot of Ko, who's Yukio's grandpa and just an annoying guy. I mean, we didn't introduce him in the previously on, but come on, you've been listening this whole time, you know. So Ko picks up his walking stick and he starts walking up the steps to the Dragon Palace really slowly. And Yukio is still clutching Min's dead body and she's surrounded by dead revolutionaries who were working for Ko. And she's like, where the fuck are you going, you piece of shit? And just starts screaming at him. And Ko is like, I have unfinished business. And Yukio is like, why are you like this? Yeah, she's like, like, Min what is, is going dead. on like, with what you? is wrong Min with you? Min is dead. Also, everyone else you've worked with is dead, except don't worry, more of them are going to show up later to help you. Like, all the revolutionaries are dead except for the thousands of others that show up <laughs> later in the episode. It turns out that, like, most of Madripoor is a revolutionary team, so they could have easily overtaken this years ago. It does seem that way. It does seem like it's not clear why they needed Logan to, like, warm everybody up for them. I don't know. Uh, but Logan does come over to Min, and he's, mm-hmm. like, touching her to make sure she's actually dead. Because Logan she can't is. tell. Yeah, he's like, is she dead? And he, like, touches her skin. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. She yeah. is dead. And then, they, then I love this. Logan just <laughs> starts so running anime. up. After, he starts like Naruto running up the stairs. There's like a thousand stairs. There's a thousand yes. stairs. He's running up them and he goes, the old man doesn't give up and neither do I. And then Yukio appears and she goes, think you could just run away. And then Kikyo appears. Like, it was like, I forgot <laughs> On the he was other there. Side, and it's like the fucking theme song I is know, playing. Like, he goes, mind if I join you? As it happens, my blade has business with someone there as well. And Logan's like, the more the merrier. And it's like these three fucking queer mo's running <laughs> up the stairs like, together. I know. Kikyo's like, but don't forget, you and I still need to fuck after you rescue Princess Peach. And Logan's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty, pretty boy. <laughs> you get some of this ass later. Slap, slap. <laughs> and then he's like, first things first. Well, actually, he literally says, you'll get your chance again, which this is so gay. Like, he's which just is like, gay? Okay, don't it's gay, worry, Maddie. pretty boy. You'll get your chance with my ass later. I just have to rescue Mario. These are lines that he says. Maybe not the ass part, but he he does say, yeah, yeah, pretty boy. You'll get some later. And then it cuts to a close up of Logan's ass, which I yep. thought was really funny. I was like, it I don't know funny. if this was intentional. It's very funny to watch all three of them running together. Like, I don't know how to describe how like Pokemon ass this shot is where they're like running up the stairs together like Missy, Brock, Ash, we're going <laughs> to save the day. And it's like, what is this shit? Like, it's such a corny shot anyways. So we go inside the castle. Well, Pokemon's a, a more fun show. I don't know if, it is. if overall oh, it's, way it's a better show, but those early seasons were great. They are great. They are great. So then we go inside the castle where the wedding is still on, baby. And there's like a thousand Agent Smiths sitting in the pews, a.k.a. Yakuza agents who are all wearing sunglasses and black suits with ties. Hideki runs in and is like <laughs> flailing around. He's like, she's like, sorry, everyone. The ceremony is late because we are all waiting on the bride. You know how women are. They're just like, oh, my pussy. We're like, oh. <laughs> like everyone is sitting in silence, which is honestly really funny. Like Hideki's just like gaily twirling around. This show is like a rated R with the amount that we have said already in today's show. I know, but it's kind of rated R anyway, just for all the blood that's going to happen later. I mean, that's true. Sh- I just think it's really funny that they gave Hideki this very misogynistic line. Yes, they was supposed do. to make us hate him. But it's coming. But out the of show him. is misogynistic itself, for one. So I'm like, well, I don't really know if this matters. I, but also, <laughs> this is like a gay man screaming this, where he's like, know. you know how women are. They're dumb, and I also don't like putting my pee pee in there. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> I, it's a very weird thing for a gay man to scream. It's like, you know how women are. They're 
dumb because they have a vagina. Actually, like, what's really taking up all the time is Hideki as well, where he's like trying to fight off Logan really quickly. I mean, there were multiple scenes of him like getting ready and like yes. doing his hair. Like Mar- and Mariko's just been ready. standing there looking at the fucking window with <laughs> the hood over her head. She's been there for like two being years like, standing there. Is this there? my fate? <laughs> Only if Logan's okay, and then like some doves fly by the window, and she's like, "There's like a thousand doves." Okay, like so. Eventually, we're gonna get to the episode where we talk about both animes and bring Todd back. And Todd has been watching this anime, and it's the funniest shit I've ever seen because he just comes into Slack and he just writes like a fucking live tweet of the full show. We should put all that on Patreon or something because it's so funny. Like one of the things Todd said last night was, "Why are there so many doves in Tokyo?" And like, truly, why? Like every. Every time anyone's anywhere, there's a thousand doves. I mean, right now they're in Madripoor, which isn't near Japan. Regardless, it's so funny. There's so many fucking birds. Seagull man put down his mantle to become dove man. Remember the seagull? Why was the seagull there? Anyways. I don't know. Anyway, so... So Hideki goes over to Shingen, who's who sitting... Who looks fucking bored? He's like, I'm just he does. bored. Why do we have He's to do He's sitting on a little stool, like, waiting for the wedding to start with his arms crossed. And his eyes are shut. He's, like, taking a nap, which is honestly hilarious. So Hideki like whispers to him. He's like, it's Logan. He's outside and Ko is with him. And Shingen actually opens his eyes and is like, Ko is here. Ko? And Hideki's like, don't worry, father. If I can call you that, everything's (laughs) under control. I'll take care of it. And it's like, clearly it's not under control because you're coming over to your future and father-in-law and being like, Ko's here and I'm freaking out. And then he like sees Shingen get mad and he's like, just kidding. Everything's fine. (laughs) Okay. But then Hideki runs in and goes back to being a horrible, abusive person. Yes. He goes into Mariko's room. Yeah. And he runs in and his voice changes. He's like, well, Mariko, it seems your Neanderthal boyfriend has come to the wedding. What? Nothing to say, which I thought was hilarious. I <laughs> it laughed. is hilarious because Mariko never, never talks has on this anything show. to say. And I was like, okay, whatever. And he's like, look at you. You're just excited and swooning at the idea that that animal will rescue you. Well, I'm sorry, my darling, but you're mine, all mine, till death do us part. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like the gayest shit ever. Like, I know we're supposed to see him as like a rapist and a sexual threat, but like, I just I can't know. picture the, it. I, the only way that it. Okay, <laughs> the reason why he's like a like a sexual threat to Mariko is because they've designed a character named Mariko who is literally so useless that she would not fight back. She like falls all. over. Like she is like a tiny twig who he, will like bend breathes over. on her, and she's like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, <laughs> "She's okay. like." Oh. It's like, I would rather her be crying like Dr. Sasaki because at least that would be more fun. Instead, she's like. <gasps> I, I mean, she has no lines in this scene. Both of these characters are unbelievable. Like, the, I, I don't believe anything that's happening. They're not human beings. They're not characters, really. I don't understand what's happening. It's like this show's really gay, and they keep on trying to be like, but wait, there's some straight stuff happening, but that's still nope. gay because Hideki's a gay man. And it's like. <laughs> and also, like, it's hard to care about Mariko being in trouble because, again, she has no agency whatsoever, too. Like, she's not a person. Like, even when Logan finally gets to the wedding to save her, she's like, don't save me, Logan. Like, it's so annoying. It's like the most that was annoying shit. so stupid. I know, I I know even... I'm skipping ahead. We'll get there, though. Anyways. Cut, cut to a bunch of the Agent Smiths shooting at Ko. <laughs> like, a thousand guns are shooting at Ko, who's just standing behind a pillar. Somebody throws a grenade. I think that's the revolutionaries showing up with grenades. I don't fucking know. There's a lot of shit that gets shot, and nobody... I had to, like, rewind this episode a bunch, because I couldn't tell a lot of things that happened. The animation's getting really bad, like, they ran out of money, which is hilarious, because this happens... At the end? No, it's, like, the second show they made. There's four of them. And, like, this one, they were just like, don't even bother animating anymore. Well, also, it's like, this is the grand finale of the show. Like, maybe you should actually have the animation look good here, but they, like, wasted it on the Omega Red episodes or some shit. It's like, what is happening? By the way, Logan, Yuki, and Kiki are still outside, and there's yes. uh, all the Agent Smiths are firing at them, which Logan yep. blocks 3,000 bullets with, with his, his claws. claws. And Yuki is like <laughs> Bayonetta bouncing around and cuts people with a shotgun. Yep, she's like throwing her shotgun and doing 60 backflips and also dodging every single bullet. Right. She doesn't have a healing factor. Somehow it's fine. I don't know. And then, hilariously, <laughs> this scene. I, took a video you of this. You took like a, a video of Kikio doing this I, because I it's so funny. Laughing. So hard where Kikyo walks over. Walks? He kind of glides. Well, we, that's the second half. <laughs> he of this. like ice skates. <laughs> There's a bunch of people shooting at him, and he like 
does this like Dragon Ball Z animation of him be like, like, (laughs) and he like blocks a thousand bullets with his sword, but he just kind of glides past them. And then after he leaves, everybody's just dies. It's like as though he's on a moving sidewalk gliding past everybody. And then everybody falls down dead. The animation is so anime and so it's bad so bad it's like the worst stereotype of what you imagine anime is and it's i don't even know like even like anime that didn't have the animation budget 30 years ago looked better than whatever the fuck this was yes it is it is like 20 dollars. like it i don't know why they phoned this in so bad it's crazy because i i, God, I laughed so hard though i had to watch it multiple so funny. times and i was we like need crying to post a laughing gif of it on the mutant ages i may as well like put it somewhere i don't know where it's so funny like kikio just floating by like it looks so funny i can't emphasize that enough i don't even know he just floats he's like princess peach floating and he he really does look like princess peach floating he really I does don't... he's like uh-huh and then like hits everybody i love him so much it was just like at this serious moment i would have bought it if this show was good a comedy yo okay this show needs to be a comedy this episode more than ever i'm like why isn't this show just a comedy like i wish it could be but it would never be because it's trying to be grim and dark i don't know what's happening but instead it's there's nothing noir about this tv show whatsoever you can tell they're trying to have it be noir though you know where it's like logan constantly looking out the window being like huh mariko and then mariko looking out the window being like like, like, like they're trying to do it you know like they're trying to have it be like oh the mystery the gritty streets of tokyo what and if they did like a sin city version of this like what if it was good is what you're saying what if it was a good show i, mean, I don't even I, like I mean, sin I city at I all i don't know like the frank but, miller version of this where like well, that's what the comics are ryan the I comics know. are based on chris claremont and frank miller talking about how much I they know. liked anime that's what they're trying to do well actually it's gonna be like and then yukio comes in dramatic with their tits out and I was like wait that did happen that is what it is that's what it should have been imagine a Sin City version of this and you're like that's what the comics are that's comic is I'm like good point genuinely (laughs) well that I think actually speaks to what this show is trying and failing to do though you know like you can kind of see the vestiges of that here where it's like oh they wanted it to be badass like Sin City where there's like all these guys popping up with a million assault rifles and then like Kikio just blocking them and being like whatever like you can picture that in Sin City style with like cool lighting cool music it's just that this has none of that and it's the dumbest shit you've ever seen so it's just hilarious yeah. it like shows how much you can miss the mark so anyway Ko is ahead of all of them and he's making it into the Dragon Palace first and Logan is following with his two gay friends So we see Ko make it in first. This scene's really funny, by the way. He, like, gets to an elevator bay. Yeah, there's, like, a dramatic shot that says 42. (laughs) I know. It's, like, all these numbers. And we're like, why does he even know where to go? Anyway, so he presses a button. And then we see a shot of the doors opening and a bunch more Agent Smiths come out. And we're like, oh, no, is Ko going to die? But he's hidden behind a pillar again, like, easily. So they just walk by. And then he walks back out. It's so dumb. And then he gets on the elevator, pushes the button. Button, and then he goes up to the Resident Evil bitch. Why is there a bridge? I don't know. Why I don't there's know. A, it's an indoor bridge, by the way. It's not outside. Yeah, it's a sky bridge. It's a sky bridge like between two buildings with glass over but it. But it's inside the building. It's a glass sky bridge inside a But it's building. also not because later Yukio can see it through a window. She like sees it. No, no, I know. I know that. But that's because they're downstairs like in the lobby. It's so stupid. Looking up at like the sky bridge of this Resident Evil hotel. Which is inside a building i don't know and then there's like this dramatic music that starts playing shingen comes around the corner because he psychically knew where ko was gonna be and they knew to meet on the sky bridge together even though i don't know i don't know how they both knew where to go to find the other because later in the episode logan spends the whole time running around randomly being like where's mariko how am i supposed to find her in this huge building and it's like an actual plot point that logan doesn't know where to go i think it's it's valid point too me me too i I thought it made sense i thought that like made sense but for some reason shingen and ko know to meet on the sky bridge they both know exactly where to go i thought it was stupid shingen's like it's been a long time old friend too long which again i feel like is a line from d2 it when is. master brain is confronting agent d and then ko's like you wish it could have been longer shingen and they both take their dicks out they slowly take their swords out and they're both like it's long I wish it were longer. Then there's like a shot of Logan, Yukio, and Kikio like literally skipping into the building, which I thought was yep. really funny. But I think it was just the animation is bad. Just like, I was like, we're the demon. Anyway, 
who's who of the demon. Oh my god. Okay, so Logan is Robbie, Yukio is Atomica, and Kikio is Rouge. Okay. None of that worked. Anyway. <laughs> Logan is Atomica, Kikio is Robbie, and Yukio is Rouge. Sorry, I just had to fix that because listening back, I was like, what? Uh, so Hideki is dragging Mariko by her wrist into the main room for the wedding. And he's like, here she is, ready at last. Sorry for the delay. My bride-to-be and I would like to thank everybody for coming to share in our happiness. Look how happy we are. Oh, my God. I'm, like, crying. I'm so excited to marry a woman. And then he's like, wait a second. Where's Shingen? And Agent Smith runs over and he's like, he's fucking some guy on a bridge. <laughs> And Hideki is like, damn it. He should be here. Well, we'll just have to start without him. But then it cuts to Ko and Shigen having this very long monologue that we are not going to read because it's like two minutes long in which Ko explains to okay, Shigen. Well, like this. It's like, okay, Jesus. it's like a recap of the whole fucking show in which Ko He's explains. Like, okay, so remember when you killed my son right. and also my son had sex with an assassin who worked for you and then they both had a daughter and anyways, um, you guys work on Mandarpore and I remember all that. So that's why I'm mad at you and I'm trying to kill your Hideki's who's his No, son. I mean, it's like a whole piece where Ko's like, <laughs> he's explaining this to Shigen. This is not Shigen revealing his evil plan. It's no. Ko turning to Shigen and going, and now you're going to marry uh, Mariko off to this gay man so you guys can Hideki. carve up the island of Madripoor and split it up between each other. And Shigen goes, yep, pretty much. And then Ko screams, but what about me? And I was like... <laughs> I was so confused by this, genuinely. I was like, this scene is terrible. Because and then, I was like, so does Ko think that he deserves to run the island? Like, I'm still wondering about this. Ko's like, I thought we were going to date and build yeah. split up the island together. What happened to that? Yep. And Shingen's like, our children were dumb. And Shingen goes, you're never far from my thoughts, to which I wrote gay. Like, Shingen also is like, I'm, I think of you every day when I wake up. I mean, I, I also felt the same way you did, whereas like Shingen and Ko suddenly seem like ex-lovers. And yeah, not, it's really weird. I don't know Especially what Especially because they both here. knew where to meet each other. They're like, meet me where you first proposed to me, honey. And they like both meet there or some shit. I don't know. It's weird and homoerotic. So then Shingen's like, my biggest regret is that I didn't finish you off years ago. The day that I killed your son and that other random woman. Oh my God. Then we get a flashback of that. Of course I was we like, do. Of course we do. We have time to do this right now. Like, <laughs> Well, they're so worried we can't keep track of the plot. They're so worried we can't remember this. I mean, they're spelling it out for us. You can still be like, remember, I'm on your side. Is she, though? Is she, though? She is not. Anyway, Logan, Yukio, and Kikyo are all like trying to figure out I where the fuck scene. to go. This and it's so good because like, Logan's like, where the fuck are we supposed to go? I know, I don't blame him. And Lo- Logan's like, Kikyo. And Kikyo is like, I don't fucking know. Like, Logan asked Kikyo, and Kikyo's like, why the fuck would I know? I'm not his butler. And Logan's like, fine. <laughs> I don't know where to go either. I actually really liked this scene. Like, Yukio's like not listening to them. She yes. sees Cohen Shingen on a bridge and she just leaves. Yes. She's just like, she just Bye. runs away. There's an animation of Shingen taking a sword for like 10 full minutes, yep. which was insane. Okay. I thought there was no end to this sword. My shorts is bigger than yours. Yes, it's very much like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just my notes says, I'm not writing any of this down. It's two samurais on a bridge. It is two samurais on a bridge. So Shingen's like, You're nothing but a doddering old fool. Dude, I could. This is the one, one of the scenes. I had to rewind three times because I still don't understand what happens where he pulls out the fucking sword and Shigen goes to attack Ko and then a bunch of kunai fly out of question mark. Yeah, so Ko throws a bunch of kunai. I don't where know where is that from. animation. I just had to make that assumption that's what happens because we don't see him do it. Okay, but then this isn't explained. The kunai bounce off of Shigen's chest. <laughs> I know, and then Ko's surprised. Yeah, Ko is like, how the fuck did that work? And Shigen's like, I'm just better at fighting than you. And Ko's like, wait, no, seriously, how did you do that? And Shigen's like, I, I had to rewind it multiple times. And I still don't know what happened. I was Doesn't like, whatever. Sense. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. So I was just like, is he wearing like leather armor under his kimono? Like, what is going on? We don't know. We'll we'll never know. And like, meanwhile, Yukio Ada wands into the room is like flipping yeah, around. She does. Which are and blades. she like wall runs around the entire bridge 60 times and like throws a bunch more knives in her chakrams and everything. And like, and I know she's it's like, like so dramatic. Do you know who I am? I'm Yukio. I am the daughter of the assassin and the son of Ko that you killed. And any Anyways, that's me. And Chingen's like, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> He's like, how touching. Now you can join them. Yes. And Yukio's like, not yet, you bastard. I'm going to avenge them. And Shingen's like, I think you may find that difficult. 
And then, like, suddenly Yukio's chakrams just fall apart. Yeah. And I like, don't even know when that happens. Like, like, somehow Shingen in the past, like, five minutes cut <laughs> up all of her blades with his blade, which is stronger than anything ever. And then, of course, they dramatically fall apart in her hands. And she's like, wait, shit. I know. And then Ko steps forward. He's like, Yukio, he will kill you. And she's like, out of my way. I'm going to make a pay if it's the last thing I do. And Ko goes, you're just throwing your life away. And Yukio's like, when the fuck did you start caring? Yes. Should you be after Kurohagi? After all, he's the only one that's ever mattered to you. Yep. And then Shigen's like, I don't give a shit about your family squabble, so I'm just going to kill the both of you. Yep. And then it cuts to the marriage ceremony between that's Mariko right. and Hideki. Um, so I looked up a bunch of uh, Shinto wedding ceremony rituals <laughs> here. Because I just thought on. it was interesting. Hold on, Maddie. I wrote her line down, Rob, because dude, I wrote making me his bridge because <laughs> the fucking bridge okay. was in my brain all right so anyway. what she says is making me his bride doesn't make me his which is a terribly in written line head. doesn't make any sense um I know. so anyway because i was bored i looked up a bunch of uh japanese shinto wedding ceremony stuff because what's hilarious about this scene and the other scene with the wedding is that the efficient is saying all this christian wedding shit like he's like dearly beloved we're gathered here today and then later he's quoting from corinthians from the bible which is so <laughs> funny because this is a blatantly shinto ceremony because like nothing nothing western about it why like, did they translate it to what it was know. actually supposed to be I don't like, know. as if any american was gonna pick this up and be like not into anime previously before watching this like the only people who bought these yeah were comic book nerds and anime nerds that would have known and also this is a ceremony that is nothing like a christian ceremony at all like visibly they took this this wedding that's clearly yes. a Shinto wedding, right? Like a Japanese Shinto wedding. Right. Yes. Obviously. And then they were like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna translate it so we're Americans Americanize this. can understand. And then suddenly Prince comes on. It's like dearly beloved. Yeah. yeah. Let's go crazy. Right. Yeah. And then like let's go crazy starts playing. I just think it's really funny that he's saying all this Christian shit. And I'm like, these characters are not Christian, <laughs> like at all. Like you can tell they aren't. So like the officiant is is waving this stick. This is an omusa. Apparently, you sprinkle a little salts to consecrate the couple. So that's that. So then we go back to Logan in a hallway. He's killing a thousand people on his way to Mariko. Kikio's like, uh, you don't need to kill those guys because they don't know anything. They're just lackeys, and it's kind of like a dark scene because Kikio is like, these men don't know anything. Kurohagi and Shingen tell them nothing. To them, these men are simply cannon fodder. That's because they were made in the Matrix. They're not real. <laughs> but then Logan just looks at the dead guy in his in his arms and he's like, oh. And just, just like walks away. And it's like, Logan, <laughs> do you have no remorse for like the 6,000 lackeys that you just killed? He doesn't give a shit. There's like a moment here where Logan and Kikyo just stare into each other's eyes it's lovingly. Gay. Yep. But it's interrupted by Logan remembering that he's supposed to be straight and he, he uses super hearing. Yep. And he's like, wait, shit, where's Mariko? Oh, yeah, he uses his super hearing yeah. to hear Mariko. So he hears the wedding ceremony, which, by the way, the officiant is saying Corinthians now, where he's like, love is patient, love is kind. <laughs> Again, not some, he wouldn't be quoting the Bible in a Shinto ceremony. But, anyways. I wasn't even paying attention to this. I, was I just thought like, it was funny. Kind of halfway paying attention here. Well, I'm planning a wedding right now. So I'm definitely thinking a lot about like different ceremonial traditions and we're like including Jamaican traditions and Jewish traditions and all this shit. So part of it is just on my mind right now. And it's funny to me to hear all this like Christian ass shit, which is not going to be in our wedding. Um, and so I just ha like really have it on my mind right now. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited for how this wedding's going to go down because I, I think even your DJ is like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, I know, it's great. It's so good. <laughs> we had to write her a script for some of the things. It's, our DJ is freaking adorable, honestly. But yeah, we did have to like combine a bunch of different traditions. Um, and it's fun to hear about different wedding traditions because they're always really cute. Yeah. So anyways, Kikyo and Logan, also very cute. Logan overhears using his super hearing this wedding ceremony. So he runs over and then I wrote these notes in a confusing way. So then we get like a shot of Shindian and Yukio and Ko. How, how does this happen? This is what's happening. So Shingo stands still and take it like a man, which he says to Ko, which is also gay. Yeah. And then... Yukio kicks Shingen when Shingen's attacking Ko, which accidentally stabs yeah, Ko. This is so confusing. And then Yukio freaks out, and we get another similar Dragon Ball Z animation where she's throwing 3,000 kunai from her tits at Shingen, yep. going, ah! <laughs> and it cuts to Shingen going, and it cuts back to Yukio going, ah! 
and goes digga 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 digga. Meanwhile, Ko is like dying on the ground, like having been stabbed. But don't worry, he's not fully dead yet. Yeah, because Shingen goes to attack Yukio, but Ko throws himself in front of him and gets stabbed like everywhere and just falls to the ground. Yeah, and the blood is like flying out towards Shingen in a really funny animation, by the way. Yeah, and then Shingen goes to kill Yukio, but then Logan somehow is there. Yeah, why does Logan know how. get there? Like, I thought he was going to the wedding ceremony, but Logan hears this first. I think he is. I think I think this bridge is connecting the elevator to the I room where the wedding know. is happening. Logan's just on the way. So he flings himself in. And Shigen's like, Wolverine! And Logan, what is my note here? I can just read this to you. <laughs> okay. It says, Logan tells Logan to take care of Ko, and Ko is like, Yukio, where's Ko? I don't know what this is supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> That's basically the show. <laughs> Logan... <laughs> Logan says to Yukio, take care of the old man, which is a very funny thing to say because the old man has been stabbed 60 fucking times. So he's dead, Logan. He's dead. Oh my God. And then Logan's like, he turns to Shingen and he's like, are you ready to finish what we started? Shingen's like, oh, I've been waiting to come on your face for a full week. And it's like, <laughs> and Logan's like, then? this time there's no one here to pit me in the back with a poison dart. And then Kikyo steps and he's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> what about me and my needs with Logan? Okay, but that does happen. I know. And then Shingen's like, Kikyo, I see your reputation surpasses your abilities. I hired you to rid me of this nuisance. And Kikyo's like, I can certainly understand your disappointment, Shingen. However, if you recall, I would only fight Logan if he could meet me on equal terms. He's had other things on his mind lately and not me, which is so gay. It is. I was like, it is. okay, so he is waiting for Logan to pay attention to solely him. Yep, that's right. And this is when Shingen says, no matter, consider our contract null and void, which is the line they're going to use so Kikyo and Logan don't have to fight, basically. Of course, yes. Unless they want to fight, aka fuck. Which is good because they're like in love with each other. They are. Also, you skipped over the part where Shingen is like, Hideki and Mariko are definitely married by now. It's already done. And Logan is like, what do you think this is? The Middle Ages? Even if it has been done, it can be undone. And he says all this stuff where he's like, Mariko doesn't belong to anyone. And I just like find all that annoying because it's like this show pretending to be feminist or like Logan's a feminist ally when in reality, Mariko's still an object and like nobody. Well, I do think Logan is a feminist ally. He hasn't actually done anything in here to say that he's not. Well, you're not wrong, but it's just like stupid because Mariko is written to be a character who's like, no, I love oppression and being oppressed. I want to be married to a gay man that I don't love because I don't believe I should have rights. I mean, to be fair, even when Mariko was with Logan at the beginning of the show, she still was like, I can't stay warm without anyone holding me. And I, I was like, oh my God. She's like, Logan, I can't tell you what's really going on, but it's terrible. I don't know. I mean, how long were they together? I feel like they met on that cruise. Two days. Regardless if Logan was in love with Mariko or not. He's still trying to save her because she's useless otherwise. That's true. And she's useless even when she is saved by him because she's still like, I actually really love being kidnapped. I didn't want you to save me. I don't know. This is like the old school Princess Peach problem right here where she's just like hanging out with Bowser. I know. They would never let this happen to Princess Peach nowadays, though. No, even, even in, the, in the 90s, Princess Peach was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not doing this. By Super Mario Brothers number two, she was like, I'm going on the adventure. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> suddenly a torpedo is accidentally shot at the bridge. Yes, and destroys it. So by Ko's people, and they're like, "Oopsie!" That's why Logan and Shingen can't fight. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. And then it cuts back to the wedding where Hideki's sipping his tea and he's yeah. waiting for Mariko to drink hers. So more wedding fun facts. This is the San San Kudo ceremony. They are drinking sake. Actually, I thought it was the blood of Jesus. This is a Christian <laughs> wedding. Yeah. What am I? Saying? saying they're they're drinking the blood of christ uh they're doing communion um no just kidding they're drinking sake so they drink three sips from three cups and it's like the groom drinks first then the bride and then the bride and then the groom and so they both need to drink is all you really need to know so mariko's looking down at her cup and she's refusing to drink it she's just staring at it and like kind of trying to kill time essentially except not because when logan tries to save her she's like "Ah, just kidding i want to get married anyways so hideki looks at her and he's like mariko what are you waiting for and she's like staring and then he like tries to force the drink down her throat and it's kind of fucked up 
Like he like picks it up. It is kind of fucked up. I mean, he was already throwing her around before. So at this point, it's clear that he's an abusive asshole, but also he's gay. So like, not that it excuses his actions. Yeah. So he's like screaming. He's like, come on, come on. Yeah. Do I have to do everything myself? Mariko, drink, drink, drink. That, and there's like a knock at the window because Logan's just up there screaming Mariko's name. This shot of Logan is really funny. Like Logan is like in a window far away, beating on the glass screaming, Mariko! <laughs> for like so long. And Marco's line is, <gasps> yep, that's right. And Hideki gasps too. Everybody's like, <gasps> and then eventually Mariko says, Logan! <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah. She's like, oh wait, that's Logan. He is here. Surprisingly, I never expected Yeah, this. she thought he was dead. I don't know why she thought that. I like Logan just like never explained that he was a mutant to her, but like he she sees his claws. But she's seen him heal from his things. I don't know. Like she's seen it happen. She's a dumb idiot. I don't know. Ko is meanwhile dying in Yukio's. This is hilarious to me because Yukio is holding Ko. Mm-hmm. He's dying. Yep. And he's like, none of my life plan went according to the way I wanted to. I never killed Kurohagi or Shingen, and I failed everything. Yep. I failed you, Yukio, and I hope my death will atone for it. The fight is never over while there is still breath in your body. Mm-hmm. Choose your battles wisely. And then dives in Yukio's arms. And Yukio is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I don't really give a shit because like this doesn't actually atone for anything. Yeah, you did. it really does. So it really, really does. Whatever. It's she's like, like she's not mourning him or crying or holding him. She's just kind of looking at his dead corpse being like, well, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely how I was feeling about Ko dying. I was like, why are we supposed to care about this? Min would have cared if she were alive, but she's fucking dead. Yeah, everyone's dying. So then the wedding guests are running out of the wedding because Logan's casually walking in with his claws out. Yeah, so everybody's running away and screaming because they're worried they're going to get killed. Hideki's holding a gun to Marku's head and he's threatening to shoot her if Logan came closer. And Logan goes, not even married yet? And you're already showing your true colors. And I was like, Logan, we all knew he was the bad guy. Like, Are you just lie, figuring this out? Like, I so was like, funny. He's like, oh, wait, Hideki's abusive. And it's like, what is happening right now? Logan? Like, Logan just like realized that Hideki was the villain on the show. And I was like, what? Yeah, the he's fuck? like, wait a second. I don't think you should get married to Mariko. I don't know why. I just have a bad feeling about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. His boyfriend told him to go save her. So like, like he's doing this for Asano. Yeah. I mean, Logan is really, really stupid on this show. Like really I mean, he's stupid. Pretty dumb whenever he's around in general. But then Hideki's like, look who's talking. You were trying to steal the bride away on her wedding day. Uh, Logan's like, why don't you take the gun away from her head and see how she's feeling about it? And Marco's like, Logan, don't worry about me. Go while you I can. Please. This doesn't matter. Ugh. None of it changes what we mean to each other. Yep. And Logan's like, sorry, babe. This does matter. I don't like the idea of these animals thinking they could treat people like this. And I really don't like the idea of you being stuck with him forever and not me. And she's like, <laughs> please, Logan. Hideki's like, just go, Romeo. Just try and take her and see how far it gets. And Logan walks over and just grabs Hideki's hand. He drops the gun. He's like, like immediately twists Hideki's wrist and Hideki falls to the ground. Like he had a moment to shoot Mariko and Logan just walked over and like grabbed him and Mm -hmm. Hideki was like, ouchie. And then the agents get ready to shoot. He's like, no, don't shoot because one of you might hit me. (laughs) And I was like... It's then Shingen shows up and uses wind gust. Yes, like. he does. He uses razor wind. <laughs> Shingen lands on the floor and he does fucking razor wind. And then Logan gets blown backwards and so does Hideki. And I don't even know what happens. Logan's face gets blown off. Marco thinks that Logan's dead again. I think Hideki shoots him. I don't know. Logan's covered in blood. <laughs> I don't know what happens. And Marco's like, Logan died. Yeah, like, she thinks Logan's dead for the billionth time on this show. Every episode, she's like, Logan's dead and there's nothing I can do. Wait, Logan's alive (laughs) (laughs) Hideki's dragging Mariko away because Shingen told Hideki to make her leave Mm -hmm. and Logan's like I'll find you wherever you go and then (laughs) Logan turns to Shingen and he goes well if it isn't the father of the bride and Shingen goes it's over and Logan goes it is for one of us and then there's like (laughs) a really long pen where we slash every single character's face that's appeared on the show like usually it's like one or two times like it's like a billion characters on this it's like Yukio, then Mariko. it's like, dun, dun, dun. what's gonna happen? I don't know. And I'm like, 
Truly, honestly, it's going to be Logan kills Hideki and Shingen. And unless they're keeping Shingen alive to like do something else with him, but like they won't. Who knows what the post credit scene I is going to have in this show? I just, I'm exhausted. I, I bet you 20 bucks. I don't know. And I, I'm not betting any actual money, but you know how like X Men had a post credit scene of like Magneto's cell? Yep. What if this yep. just shows like the silver samurai armor? <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. That is probably going to happen. I'm calling it. Let's see what actually happens. I can't believe the Silver Samurai wasn't on the show. Well, I mean, that's a different arc. That came later. So they, no, this you're is not the wrong. first arc. You're and then they wrong. return back to Japan for the second one. And that's like, I don't remember the exact order. I know that this is just the first one. And then there's two other well, ones. Well, the very beginning is is this arc. I think you're where, right. Where like Mariko and Logan are going to get married. And like it's Mastermind who fucks that up. And mm-hmm. then there's the Silver Su- Samurai and Viper yep. plot line. Which is what the movie kind of does i mean the movie kind of combines it all into one and does a better job although it's hilarious to me like in this show we're watching like marco get married to hideki when i have the comic that like marco is supposed to get married to logan i keep on bringing it up on mm-hmm. this show but that comic is like really good when everything that happens in the x-men happens like that's when they meet madeline Pryor, mm-hmm. when storm cuts her hair into the mohawk mm-hmm. and also when like rogue is like joining the team and i was like there's a lot happening here. Like the, like all these massive plot beats that we refer to are like in this one issue. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, clearly you're, you're prioritizing the more important Japan wedding storyline than this one, which is yeah. like, eh. well, nobody can. I mean, I don't know. I feel like after this show, I'm going to go back and reread this because it's been a very long time. I think it would be it. fun. It's not to my do. favorite arc. It's not the it's not the best arc. It's simply not. It's not like I enjoy Yukio as a character in the comic books, but like she's this... not that well written when she's first introduced. I mean, I've read these far more recently than you and i was pretty disappointed i mean she's a really simple character at the beginning and then they think they flesh her out more later when she meets storm and everything but at the very beginning she's just a random assassin who's like i guess i won't kill logan even though there's no way she ever could have like it's absurd i think my favorite my favorite version of this story because we've seen so many at this point and also like read the comic books is i really still enjoy the wolverine movie yep that we watched. It's good. And I know Yukio and that is kind of wrong in the sense that they had her. I mean, she was employed by Shingen, but they also had her have, have her be a mutant and be sort of a sister to Mariko. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought it all worked. I felt like that movie like told the story better than like any adaptation of this story has been told. Yep. You know, it's significantly better than this. Significantly. I don't know. I'd still want to of the Fox films. I think it's like on my top. It's pretty good. Two or three. Like I think because I really love X-Men 2000, right? Mm hmm. And then I, I really love the Wolverine movie. I think those two are their strongest movies. Yeah. People are going to argue that Logan is, and we're going to watch that with Todd, and Todd's going to be like, what's the point of this movie? And we'll be like, we have no answers <laughs> for you. There are some good acting performances in it, but that's about it. Daphne Keene is incredible. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I remember that. thinking that Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart were good in it. It's just that the material itself doesn't really hang together. But also, like, I was like, why is Xavier in this show? And like, okay, that's a whole other thing. We'll talk about that when we talk about Logan, because I have so many problems with the way they adapted that entire story. And mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to get to it pretty soon. I mean, we've got a few more apps. Like Caliban's a main character. I know Caliban <laughs> like, is like I don't randomly know why. there. Like also Donald Pierce. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Anyway, um, so <sighs> this show, this episode, I'm willing to give it two out of five X's because I do think actual material happens in this episode and it's entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'm willing to give it a two. I had a good time watching it. I, I mean, plot happened. It was incredibly poorly animated. I was but- I was going to say a lot does actually happen in the episode because they wasted the first 10 episodes of this not doing what they have to deliver in this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the setup is there for whatever this conclusion is going to be. It's not boring to watch. I could say that. I mean, like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It's silly. It's so silly. I don't think the dialogue is terrible. I think it's fun. Uh, we've certainly seen worse on this show. I, I just feel very frustrated by this television show. And this episode, finally getting to the plot is a great example as to why. Because it's like, <laughs> apparently all Logan had to do was be in the right place at the right time to kill all of these characters and save Mariko. Like, that was the way out of it was just murdering every single one of these people. And he finally managed to get there. And the only reason he couldn't do it on day one was because Hideki had a little purple goo vial and shot it at Logan. And that gave them enough time to get to a different country so that they could get away from Logan. So they managed to delay it a week. But now Logan's here to kill them all again. No, they got to Magic Port and they spent six episodes of them walking up some stairs, which is 
crazy. Like walking across a really small island. That's it. This is like an example of anime that I don't like. Because there's anime happens. out there that I super enjoy. <sighs> like, you know, there's a lot of shows that I love where I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Watching Trigon right now. Incredible. The new Trigon, we should clarify. The new, the new. Yeah, I mean, I, I would rewatch the old Trigon and still think it's better than this show because. <laughs> well, yeah. The old Trigon's not bad. It's good. It's just like, it's. It's clunky because they decide to just kind of go off. But they have a lot of filler episodes, right? I mean, isn't it kind of like the Inuyasha problem? They have a lot of filler episodes, but they don't need to use them because there's so much that happens in that story that they could have, like, done it better. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think that's why they're retelling the story right now. But this reminds me more of, like, the shows that that are really challenging for me to watch, like Dragon Ball, Mm -hmm. Naruto... One piece shows where people make a skip list for you because, like, if you just watch the Dragon Ball episodes where there's plot, it's a pretty fun show. Yeah, like, but- those are all the shows where they like spend multiple episodes crossing a bridge mm-hmm. or like having to fight. And I guess you could argue that about Pokemon as well. But oh, I do, for sure, I mean, like, there's filler episodes of Pokemon for sure. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's hard for me to hate on Pokemon because, like, there's a lot it's of nostalgic fun shit in there. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like at some point I would love to do a Pokemon watch of the whole series. <laughs> yeah, but that's that would like only such. Take- so long. <laughs> it's definitely a show you can walk in the background, but it's like the same situation where it's like, okay, maybe well, after you're done watching all of Gargoyles, you can watch all of Pokemon and let us know how that goes. Talk about a show that doesn't have a lot of filler. Gargoyles is not one of those shows, but this is like an example of like anime that is one of those shows and it makes me crazy. But that makes no sense for a 12 episode anime. Like, I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Like, this should be a tight, cohesive plot that is just one to one with the comics. Like, there's no reason to go with all this other random crap. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't even know why they invented Yukio's parents. They're not relevant to the show at all. Like, we don't know why what? fucking Omega Red was there. Omega Red aim. Why was aim involved in the first place? Will aim be explained? Or are they just like in the background? But I don't think they're ever going to be explained. I don't think that loop is ever going to be closed. And I mean, Asano's killer, like the fact that Yukio killed Asano, I'm still stuck on it because I'm like, what? Like, why is this? plot it's like they took a really simple plot and then made it confusing on purpose but not in an interesting way they were like how complicated can we make this plot line remember when the show was just like a bunch of random agents who worked with asano and now none of those characters are on the show anymore like i don't know what? i miss the days that it was initial d and yeah like, whatever it's happened not to anymore. initial d this show has been exhausting we're gonna finish it up next week I and then, wait to be done. then we're gonna go to maddie's straight wedding <laughs> We are going to go to my straight wedding. Just kidding. It's a gay wedding. It's very gay. It is very gay. And then, so maybe after the finale, we haven't planned this yet. Are we going to do the the anime recap episode with Todd after that? Or are we going to do No, Logan we got to watch those two other episodes. Oh, right. Of course. So we're going to do a Blade anime episode and an Iron Man anime episode. Yeah. Then we'll do a wrap up. And then before we hop into Logan, I do want to do that special episode with the cast. So yeah, we'll see when we can find a time for right and Katie to come back so we can do another one of those. Yeah. I have like I have like so many things I want to do in between now and the next show Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, let's take a break from shows and just do some short shit for a little bit. I mean it's which is hilarious because this is a short show, but like Wolverine anime was (gasps) so exhausting that I was like Was it short? Because it feels like the longest thing we've ever watched in our lives. It's six hundred years long, but it's only twelve episodes somehow. I don't think anyone should ever watch it. I've Kind of feel for Todd that he's watching it. We took multiple breaks watching this show. We did. But honestly, the breaks were amazing. Like talking to Connor was so fun and talking to Christopher about his book was really fun. I've been really happy with what we've been doing. Me too. I think we've been having a good time here at the Mutant Ages and I hope you listeners have been too. But before that, let's talk about who's straight. <laughs> Just kidding. It's who's gay. The got every character again except mariko who isn't a person so it's easy to say that she doesn't exist like even shinken and ko yeah are gay they seem very homoerotic and obsessed with each other in that like batman joker way where it's like i think about you all the time and how i wish i'd always killed you but then i didn't and every day i wake up thinking about you and i'm drawing my sword really slowly 
and I'm wearing armor so that you can't kill me so that the fight can go on longer. And then when I finally stab you, it's going to be like blood everywhere. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? It's gay. It is gay. <laughs> Shout out to Kikio. Still crushing on Logan. Shout out to Kikio. Love him. Love that he keeps coming up Found with excuses not, not to, to kill Logan. Logan. Yeah. Love that for stuff. them. Genuinely excited for the final episode where Kikio gets more wonderful moments. Also thought his lines were really funny in this. Like when he was just like, Logan, I don't know where the fuck we're going either. I'm just yeah, along right? for the ride. Like, I don't know. <laughs> He's a great character. He's my favorite. He is a great character. Yukio's gay just in the sense that she's a lesbian. And Hideki's gay as well, but in a shitty way where I hate everything he represents. And it makes me sad. And yeah, that's the show. And Logan's, <laughs> Logan's gay. Oh, well, obviously Logan's gay. I mean, do we need to say that? I think it's. I think it's funny that we're just like, who's gay? And we're like, literally everyone. Do we need to really break it down this week? Or are we just gonna? We need to list every single character. Explain why they're gay. I just, I, I just, I just enjoyed the the Shingen Co. gayness that was kind mm-hmm. of thrown in there in addition to everything. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. And I guess Hideki. You could say Hideki is gay in the sense that he's a queer coded villain in all the horrible ways that queer coding used to be. Yes, you know, just to backtrack slightly to Ko and Shingen. I think people might be like, oh, well, why why would you claim these characters are gay just because they're fighting? I really think this is a, a fair argument to make because Ko and Shingen are both framed as single men. Yeah. Like, there are no wives, mothers, girlfriends, nothing. For Even in the one flashbacks, we Even don't know anything about Even in the flashbacks for them. Ko and the flashbacks for Shingen, who is Mariko's mother? We literally never hear about her. No one mentions her. Who is, I mean, we know who Yukio's mother is, but who is that woman's mother? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like that is just interesting to me that both of these men are framed as completely single, solo, confirmed bachelor types. Like it's gay, man. It's pretty gay. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought I just I don't thought know. that was and worth they're kind fun. of obsessed with each other. They it's are. like this show's gay. There's no straight characters except for like maybe Mariko, and we don't know because she has no lines. Well, Mariko isn't a person. She's, She's an not object. a person. She's a flashlight, is what she is. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, um, horrible thing to say, but unfortunately true. On unfortunately show. true. She's a flashlight who's like, I hope that I never become human. I love being used. My name is Fleshy. Oh my god, <laughs> such a weird thing. <laughs> okay, plugs time. Let's get out of here before Pluggy shows up. The windows are shut because I have the AC on, so we can't come in today. Uh huh. So. It's time for the plugs. Next week, we are watching the finale. I'm so excited to be done with this fucking show. Uh, MutantAges.com. It's our website. That's right. TheMutantAges.com, ScienceScene.net, all places you can go to find all the different ways you can contact us, which are TheMutantAges at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will do another listener feedback episode probably in like a month or so we also have a discord server which you can join and talk about anime that you like lots of people talking about inuyasha in there these days which is fun uh and we have a voicemail inbox which is 1508-319-1668 leave us a message we talk about those on our listener feedback episodes too when we get them and we have a p.o box for physical mail which is p.o box 3344 natick massachusetts 01760 and we have every social media where the mutant age is on all of them. Also, we're individually on them. I am at Mitty Myers on every social media. How about you? Um, I'm also Ryan Pagella on all social media and YouTube and Twitch. Come hang out. I'm trying to figure out a day I can make a, officially a Twitch day instead of just doing it randomly. Um, also, the mutant ages is on YouTube and we are doing all sorts of fun stuff over there, like playing through the X-Men video games or getting together with the full cast of the mutant ages to read scripts and screenplays that were unproduced of the X-Men and whatever else. There's a, we can go watch demon, which we referenced in here multiple times, which is our X-Men parody film. We made when we were kids mm-hmm. film film. <laughs> it's a film. I, like, I always call it a film and I'm like, is it, is it really a film? a film or is it like a home movie that we are calling a film? It's a talkie. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's fine. It's a moving picture on the silver screen. That's right. Also, we have a lot of ways that you can support the show, which are a store. I put a link to our store in every single episode description. And we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Mutant Ages. We have a lot of bonus episodes over there. And one of them, yeah, one of them is Todd and Ryan talking about Secret Invasion. I laughed a lot at that episode. I'm not on it because I didn't watch that show and I don't have to apparently because it's bad. So (laughs) we're like, just don't watch it. I recommend listening to the episode. It was fun to hear sort of a recap of the show and analysis of it from Todd and Ryan. Also, they're hilarious. Love them. But hey, check out the rest of the Patreon. There's a bunch of stuff on there behind the scenes 
bloopers, all kinds of random crap that we do. And the highest your Patreon supporters get a shout out on the show. That's right. Samuel B. and Soren B., thank you for coming to my straight wedding. I know I said that last week, but now the <laughs> wedding's actually happening. Oh, my God. You know how women are. They're so silly doing their hair and definitely not me for hours on end. <laughs> Thanks for being our top tier Patreon supporters. Uh, <laughs> you're reminding me that there is a shot in here of Hideki twirling one of his locks of hair. Did you notice that? I did notice that. And I thought that was fun. I was like, yep. this man is gay. He's gay. Whatever. He's gay. So anyway, anything else, Maddie? If you can't afford to support the show, please send us a review. Uh, give us five stars. Please, 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 please. Five stars. And also share the show with your friends on your personal social media. That's how people find it. That's right. And with that. That's right. That's right. Uh, with that, we leave you until next time. Until next when week. When we finally we conclude the Wolverine anime. Wolverine, and our long national nightmare is finally over. See you next time. See you next time on Wolverine Z. The mutant age has a dream.